Welcome into the Film Room Podcast. This is Titans Film Radio. I'm Justin Graver. With me as always, James Esparza. And we are coming to you after a Titans win over the Atlanta Falcons. James, what was that all about? Uh, it was a lot of good. Uh, that's for sure. AJ Brown, where you been? AJ Brown, we're going to recap the highlights of the game, run through the stats, talk about Marcus Mariota's performance. He's now on pace to throw for 3,700 yards. 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions through four games this season. That's a pretty good pace. And we will look ahead a little bit next week's game. So stick around because the podcast starts right now. Oh, 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 oh. For the boys on three. One, two, three. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I'm sure we all feel that way. James, how are you doing? Doing a lot better. I'm glad to have a happy weekend after a long two weeks. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been excited. The season is not canceled, everyone. Newsflash, the season is still going. The Titans are at 2-2. Two and two. The Colts lost today. The Texans lost today. So they are also 2-2, two and two, right? right? The bad news is the Jaguars are winning right now. There's 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. 20 to 17. Hopefully, Denver can make a comeback. Looks like they're moving the ball right now. Third and eight. Oh, wow. You're ahead of me. I'm a second and nine. Well, we'll stay, we'll stay posted on that game. Tampa Bay is winning 45 to 33 over the Rams. What? what? <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, the, the Titans win in Atlanta 24 to 10. A great effort uh, overall by the entire team. Both sides of the ball played well. James, top takeaways from this game? Uh, AJ Brown, stud. Yep. Uh, the defense, stud. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I still have question marks on Mariota. Um, I was really happy with what I saw this game, but I just want to see more consistency. It's not that he has good games and he has bad games. I want to see consistent games. Right, exactly. Let's let's run through the stats really quickly. Marcus Mariota was 18 for 27 for 227 yards, an average of 8.4 yards per attempt, three touchdowns. He took zero sacks, zero turnovers, and a rating of 129.7. That's pretty good. Derrick Henry had 27 carries for 100 yards. Deion Lewis only had four carries for 16 yards, and Mariota took it 22 yards on three carries. One of them was a keeper on a read option. Um, in the receiving department, A.J. Brown, three catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns on all, just three targets. So all three of his targets were caught, went for 94 yards, an average of 31.3 yards per catch, and two touchdowns. And Corey Davis um, led the team in targets with six. He had five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. He did have one drop, which is that extra, that last target. Um, Adam Humphreys only had two catches for 15 yards and everyone else only had one catch except for Deion Lewis, who had four catches for four yards because the Titans screen game is just not really working. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Who's more ineffective, uh, Deion Lewis in the screen game or Dory Jackson in the punt return game? I would say ineffective, probably Deion Lewis. Detrimental to the team, Dory Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just kind of like with the Dory Jackson, I, like I don't want to see him on punts anymore. I just don't want to see Deion Lewis anymore. Right. Um, 
it's every time we bring him in, he's either it's just a loss of down anytime you pass it to him or a loss of yards, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, it's crazy because it just seems like when he's in the game back there, the defense is like, okay, they're going to pass to Deion Lewis on this play, so they just swarm to him. Right. Even the fakes and the misdirections, none of that stuff really works. Yeah, I'm just, I, I can't say. Anytime they put him in the game, and I think it was, uh, what's his name? The the announcer, the old Patriots wide receiver? Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. He was announcing, yeah, well, <laughs> anyway, he was saying the they should get Deion Lewis more involved, and that just was the worst idea that could have I know. suggested. <laughs> Crazy. So. Uh, the defense played really well, as you said earlier. Um, Rashawn Evans had 10 total tackles. Jayon Brown had 7 total tackles. Logan Ryan had 7 total tackles. Kevin Byard had 7 total tackles. They were swarming to the ball. Um, the team had 5 total sacks. They gave half a sack to Evans. They gave Jayon Brown a sack. They gave Harold Landry 2 sacks, which I think... He was in on three sacks, and on two of them, he got half a sack, so they gave him two sacks total. Darrell Casey got a sack, which he also had a strip on, which he also recovered the fumble on, which was the only turnover in this game. And Isaiah Mack had half a sack. So the the defense was finally getting some pressure on the quarterback. It led to a turnover. It led to um, some inaccurate throws by Matt Ryan that allowed pass breakups and good coverage downfield. I thought the defense was absolutely smothering in this game, and... You can see it on the stat sheet. What's crazy is Atlanta actually gained a lot of yards. (laughs) Atlanta outgained Tennessee 422 total yards to 365 total yards. But the the Titans defense came up with stops, big stops when it was necessary. Third down, the Falcons were only 5 for 14 on third down, and they were only 1 for 4 on fourth down. And all three of those that they didn't convert were in scoring territory. So those were huge stops by the Titans defense. And that's how they were able to maintain the lead, which allowed the offense to play from ahead. And they played a, a well, good game of complimentary football. Uh, uh, ben, but don't break. Ben, but don't break. Uh, and they did go for it on fourth a few times in that red zone. That, I mean, they failed on, so maybe they would have gotten points, but I think they needed touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if they had kicked those field goals on fourth downs, the Falcons, the three that they didn't convert, that's only nine points, and the Titans won this game by 14. Um, yeah, but speaking of, Go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say, speaking of fourth down, I yeah. know you want to talk about it because you hated it, but I loved it. All right. Talk to me first. Talk to me first about why you think you agree with Mike Vrabel's decision to go for it on fourth and one from the 10 yard line with. How much time remaining in the game? We're up two touchdowns. Uh, it's in the fourth quarter. 13.09 on... remaining in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> Titans yeah. lead 24 to 10. Go for it on fourth down, fourth and one from the 10 yard line. You agree? Why? Because we are on the 10 yard line. We are up by two touchdowns. It's the fourth quarter. Our defense is smothering. This offense. Granted, they did allow for a lot of yards, but they were still making stops. Derrick Henry was getting four yards a carry. I mean, why not go for it? We're already up two scores anyway. You really and what you you fail. It's a fourth and one. You fail on it, and they're okay. They're on their ten. Cool. Matt Ryan has to drive ninety yards to get a touchdown, which the Falcons just couldn't seem to get today. So I really have no problem going for it. I mean, you. Okay, you you get a touchdown. If not, okay, they have to drive. Either way, I 
there's no there's no problem. I mean, the defense made the stop. What more do you want? I mean, it. <clears throat> I agree that the defense is playing well, but that still doesn't. That's not a good enough reason to go for it in this situation because ultimately you have to think about the risk and reward of going for it here. And you can't look at the result of the Falcons' next drive as a any kind of evidence that suggests that has any effect on this decision. Or what about like, the past like ten drives? The past drives are are a thing, but like with thirteen minutes left in a game, a team can score twice, especially if the winning team, the team that's ahead, is running the ball and the and the defense knows they're running in and they get a quick stop quick three and out. I mean, we see this happen all the time in the fourth quarter, a two touchdown game where the other team suddenly starts getting stops and they have a dangerous offense that finally starts clicking. I mean, they obviously have weapons on that side of the ball. So the Titans have a chance to take a chip shot field goal from the 10 yard line closer than an extra point and go ahead by three scores. The downside of going for it on fourth down is that you stay up only two touchdowns. The upside of going for it is that you eventually get up by three scores. But if you take the field goal, the you're going to get up by three scores. The The odds of missing that field goal are not high at all compared to the odds of converting the fourth down. And the, as evidenced by the fact that Henry lost two yards on the play. Um, but again, I don't want to judge it by the result. It's not because the Titans didn't convert. Whether or not they converted, it's not a smart decision to go for it because of the risk factor at hand. Because of the downside, the upside of getting it does not even come close to outweighing the possible downside of not getting it. And the Titans are lucky, Vrabel's lucky, that his defense pulled through and got the next stop on downs after a long possession by the Falcons, and that the Titans' offense was then able to possess the ball for five and a half minutes and only go 39 yards just to kill clock in the fourth quarter because Henry was running like a beast at that point. So... It just I, I can't I cannot agree with this decision. It's kind of concerning and alarming to me because of the fact that Vrabel has um, been making such strange decisions. It seems like he decides to go for it on fourth down just on a whim, like the way that he did not go for it against the Colts in super short yard situations and then went for it against the Jags um, and then went for it today when there's no quote unquote book that says to go for it on fourth down in this situation. Like that's just absolutely a, a crazy, crazy decision in my opinion. But anyway, I mean, it, it just made sense to me. I'm like, if you're on the 30 or if you're on their 20, yeah, that's a dumb call. But I mean, if you're already like in on the scoring like doorstep, I mean, you're going to, you keep them back there if you fail. And I mean, Derek Henry's usually good for that yard even if they did the Mario to sneak, which seems to work or it's successful. I mean, there, there's a lot of calls that he could have done there. I think they probably, I loved the decision to go for it, but I didn't like the call that they decided to go with. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the Falcons did end up driving 62 yards after that. It wasn't like the Titans got the stop right away and got them to punt with good field position. It was like, the defense gave up a really long drive, and then they got to stop on fourth down. Thank goodness. Um, but and yeah. like just asking you based on the way that game was going, did you have confidence Matt Ryan was going to score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter? I had fear that he that he could. I mean, they drove, especially the fact they drove all the way down the field. They were hitting big chunk plays because the Titans were playing a really soft defense. Like 
the Titans were playing the type of defense where it's like, we'll allow you to just get yards right now because it eats up clock. And the Falcons moved the ball all the way down the field. And, uh, I mean, ultimately it worked out, obviously, because the defense did get that last stop. But, I mean, didn't Mohamed Sanu, like, drop what could have been a touchdown? And, like, I don't know. There was a lot of plays there that Marcus Mariota fumbled uh, on a run on the third down play and, you know, was lucky to jump on it. There was just a lot of things that could have gone wrong. The, the ball was just bouncing in the Titans' favor today. Falcons were 0 for, 4, 0 for 3 on fourth down in the scoring territory. Their, their one conversion happened actually right after this series by the Titans um, down in the in their own, deep in their own territory. They went for it on fourth down at their own 18-yard line and converted. But, I mean, I think yeah. as Titan fans, we all hold our breath with something like that. But um, Yeah, exactly. Maybe we should uh, take a quick break and take a breath and come right back. Yep. Good idea. And we're back. Now we're going to give some thoughts on the offense. And we're going to look a little bit next week to the Bills. So on the offense, I thought it was great to see the first play of the game. They come out and they hit Corey Davis for a quick out. He breaks a tackle and gets upfield for 15 or so yards. That was awesome. And then the very next play, they hand it off to the right side. Uh, the whole right side of the line gets pushed back and Derrick Henry loses two yards and now we're in second and 12 and that ended up killing the drive. So some progress, but overall, what did you think? Uh, I was pretty happy with it. I mean, I thought we were getting some quick passes to Corey Davis and I mean, there were the three catches by AJ Brown, which the the first touchdown that he got, that was a lot of AJ Brown. Um, granted, Mariota gave him the ball where it needed to be. But that second touchdown pass was a really good pass by Mariota. Yeah, uh, the third touchdown pass was a really nice throw, too. The timing of the play, Mariota gets the ball out quickly because the blitz is coming. Corey Davis turns around, and the ball's basically in his waist like a handoff downfield. Corey Davis breaks the tackle, stays in bounds, gets in the end zone. Oh, man, that, those both of those passes I thought were awesome. Yeah, it was a, a really good game by Mariota. Um like I said, I'm still not like at this point, if he has a bad game, I'm going to try not to overreact. If he has a good game, I'm still going to try not to overreact. But, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Hoping he's consistent with this. Yeah, you just have to hope he can be consistent because today was a good game. He did a good job. He he avoided a lot of pressure. His feel for pressure in the pocket was great on that Corey Davis touchdown as soon as he took the snap he slid to his left because he knew where he needed to go with the ball based on the coverage pre-snap so he caught the snap slid to his left to give himself the throwing window and let the ball fly there was another play a, um, a deep pass downfield I think to Adam Humphreys where he was stepping up in the pocket as the edge rusher was coming around the um, the left side and it looked like he was maybe going to get sacked from behind and he stepped up in the pocket right at the right moment and threw a good pass. And it's just nice to see him feeling the, the pressure better than, than he has been so far this season. So hopefully he can keep it up. Uh, Taylor Lewan comes back next week. That's ho hopefully only going to improve things. And you just love to see him giving those receivers a chance. That was the best part of seeing him throw it to AJ Brown and Corey Davis on some of those plays today was, he just gave him a chance. And even though he had some missed passes, he had a couple out routes that 
he overthrew to like Delaney Walker and um, a couple other times. So you you need to see those eliminated as we go forward. But overall, a big step forward, and I think that's going to help him uh, maybe gain some confidence as we as they go to play the Bills next week, which is going to be not an easy game. But I thought Art Smith called a good game. Like, what did you think of of the play calling today? Uh, so so there was uh, ups and downs. Um, there were a few play calls, and it's just like, what are you doing? What? Why did I can't? I would have to go back to see which ones exactly, um, mm-hmm. just because I was pretty pleased with how we ended the game. But there were a few calls that I wasn't happy with. Um, yeah, there there was a few second and down second down runs that were second and long runs that were unsuccessful. But overall, there was a lot of passing on first and second down in this game, a lot more than we've seen so far this season, at least in the first half. In the second half, it was a lot of clock killing, so it was a lot of Derrick Henry, but um, Titans actually ended up with more of runs than passes. They, they had, uh, as a team, 27 pass attempts and 34 rushing attempts, which is unusual, but the game script kind of dictated that. And yeah. they averaged 4.1 yards per carry as a team, so six, successful day there. And uh, you hope they can continue that. Uh, yeah, this Bill's... Um... Defense is pretty good. They held the Patriots to 16 points. And uh, some of those points came from uh, a, a block yeah. punt touchdown. Exactly. <laughs> so it's definitely going to be challenging. This isn't an easy W. Kind of like how, uh, what's his name? Cowherd was talking about the Browns calling the Titans not an easy W. Uh, we, should, we shouldn't right. be calling the, Browns, uh, the Bills an easy W. But uh, pretty hopeful. I'm happy with what I saw this game. Granted, there were some injuries on that Falcons defense. Uh, but now that we have Lawan back, we survived. We made it 2-2, two and two, which is exactly what we needed to do. 3-1 and one would have been nice. But now we're going 2-2 two and two into this game. We could definitely come out 3-2 and two with Lawan running on that left side with now Lawan and Saffold. I think maybe you see some rust, not a lot with Lawan. So I wouldn't expect him to be in, in form. True. But hopefully he's going to do okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Jacksonville just kicked a field goal. They're up 23-17 with three minutes left in the fourth. I, I hate my life. We'll see what happens. Um, yep, 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 yep. Agree with all the things you said. We should mention Cameron Wake left this game with a hamstring injury. He was questionable to return. We'll see if he can come back um, for the next game against the Bills. We should also mention Josh Allen left the game with a concussion, I believe. And um, he was replaced by Matt Barkley. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if Matt Barkley plays next week, that would be an interesting twist. Uh, eh, I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> eh, you know the Titans are backup QBs, so... Yeah, right. Matt Barkley almost beat them in Chicago that one year. Yep. So let's see what happens. Um, pretty happy. Titans won. Let's go. Um... I really, I really, really want to see this run game with Saffold and Lawan. Yeah, can't wait till they can do that, running it off to the left side like that. So. All right, well, that'll do it today. Great win. Great win. Encouraging, but hard to get super excited just because we've been burned so many times. So we'll just be cautiously optimistic. All I'll say, Titan fans, is... Whether you're with Mariota or at this point you want a new quarterback, which I completely understand, uh, we're still on the Mariota train until 
Yeah, we're not, I guess. So he's going to have good games. He's going to have bad games. Right. But we're going to have to wait. I mean, if he has good games, let's try not to tear the haters down. And if he has bad games, let's not try to tear the people who, you know, support him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're going to see, as we've talked a little bit about, we're going to see um, a lot of people doing the whole, oh, where are the Mariota haters at now? <laughs> But like where yeah i mean come on come on now i mean he's had five years to do this he where were the consistent. where were the mariota supporters at the last two weeks you know they were awfully yeah. quiet so let's uh yeah let's just stay balanced and keep the long view it's a long season exactly so all right tighten up tighten up and be sure to subscribe to the podcast music city miracles wherever you get your podcasts that's where you'll get our show and you'll also get mcm radio with jimmy and terry Anyway, you can always follow James on Twitter because you haven't yet. At South Texas Titan, you can follow me at Titans Film Room. And that's the whole show. We did it. We love you. Good night.